0: Four, three, two. Yeah. There's a groove. Good morning. Yeah. How is everybody this morning? How's that for some fancy music coming in from the beginning? Oof, it's almost too fancy for 10 till 06 on a Tuesday morning. Groundhog Day out there. That little bastard better see good weather. I can't ever remember if it's the shadow or not the shadow, but number five's birthday was on Groundhog Day. So it was always a big ass shadow of that. Ah, never mind. <laughs> How are y'all doing this morning? I tell you what i will be honest as the day is long i am uh, i'm missing my life i do miss the interaction over there and it's a it's become a habit over the last few months to wake up and go live but this platform and doing this this way is pretty damn exciting because well i don't know i get to talk and here's the funny thing if on by accident Somebody listens to one of my podcasts or uh, something on Patreon or anything else. My Lord, that means if they listen to their car on their way to work, that means I'm in drive time, baby. Woo. That's, that's recognizing a dream that little kid had. So I appreciate it. I do appreciate that a lot. So who am I? I'm nobody. Man. My name is Jeff. I'm a... I'm Bell at 13500 here and TikTok and Instagram and Patreon. I'm lucky enough to have the same moniker everywhere. So if you miss me or you need me, that's what you just put in out 13500 in your Google search. Conversational romance is what we're here for today. It's the name of my podcast, and <clears throat> people ask me what that means. What in the hell does conversational romance mean? Shit, I don't know. But I do know that I want to bring civility and human kindness back to conversation. That seems like romance. Well, fuck yeah. How's that a bad thing? I mean, I'm not saying you go into the, you go in the grocery store. As you're walking down the aisle, you reach in and you go, oh my ma'am, you look fantastic. That's not romance in conversation. I mean, smile, flirt a little bit, right? That kind of thing. In a healthy way. Don't 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 try to like do weird stuff to peoples. But yeah, be healthy. What's wrong with that? Wouldn't that be nice if we a little healthier? Smile a little better. Use it and be careful with your words too, right? Your conversational romance be careful with your words. You can say that color looks great on you. <laughs> or you can say, Wow, I, you make that color sink you make that color, you make that color look good. You make that color earn its keep. That color didn't even know what to do until you put it on this one. Yeah. That's the, <clears throat> that's a real quick, easy sample of conversational romance. Yeah, the cheesy dad jokes. The, they they, have, they need to, all, all compliments need to be authentic. And I understand that some people don't like the word, you know, oh, you're pretty. Some people say that's a lazy compliment. That's a lazy compliment, man. Shit, I don't want to be lazy. You want to tell me I look good? Tell me I look good all day long. First time on TikTok, if you're back in February or March, I bought this shirt that was blue, a blue button-up shirt. It's what I wear all the time. I have never been inundated with anybody, not one single person that told me I look good in the color. I mean, somebody say, hey, you look nice today, that color's good or whatever, but I'm telling you, i put that blue shirt on, I got to take time. I had 11,000 people comment on how, how great it looked. Do so you know what I did? Hell yeah, I went and bought the, huh. do you want to know what I did? Do you want to be scared of what I did? Guess what I did, I went out and bought new blue shirts. Yay! <laughs> uh, just playing around with that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I went back to <laughs> bought a shit ton of blue shirts. Any shirt that's blue, and I'd buy it. And then somebody told me I look good in green, so I went out and bought a uh, that's not worth talking about today. I, <clears throat> I did a little reading. I heard a podcast of somebody else's, and they were talking about uh, the the new classification of personality traits called the Dark Triad. Unless <clears throat> I was on my way home from work last night, and I was like, "Man, I I never even heard about that." And yeah, I have I've heard about it, but they're using terms that I was really unfamiliar with. And then when I started looking it up and going through some of the clinical information out there and keep in mind, I'm an idiot. I am not educated in any way. I'm not qualified to speak on clinical stuff, on medical stuff, on anything except my opinions. And I'm one of those guys that reads just enough to be dangerous and walks out on it. So uh, feel free to uh, discuss healthily in the comments and then maybe we can get, if you're, good points. Maybe we can get you on a quick podcast. There's nothing wrong. Why can't we have a 10 minute podcast to supplement another question and answer portion. (coughs) So the dark triad, if you haven't heard of it, and you've heard of all these traits, I'm sure, but they're presented just a little bit different. So I'm using, uh, crap. What am I using? I'm using this one. This is an article published by a gentleman. What the hell is his name? shit i'll have to find it for you but one of the things that the the three things that they put in this triad are psychopathy machiavellianism and narcissism so we've all been we've all been talking about uh narcissism for a long time about two years so when they came out with Machiavelli, if you're familiar with the term Machiavelli, well he was a he was a ruler in Italy back in the day. Um, was it no what he was a sixth oh shit, I don't know. Was he a philosopher? Yeah. Yeah. So Machiavelli believed in deception and wickedness. They were more important than politics, morality. And that was a pretty, that was a pretty bold thing back then. So what is Machiavellianism in, in the, in this, uh, in the dark triad Well, shit, that's a little. So people with Machiavellian, I'm reading this from menshealth.com. People with a Machiavellian personality tend to manipulate, lie, act callously, and disregard morality, all in an effort to achieve goals or gain power. That well, sounds like your ex, doesn't it? It sounds like three of your exes. But now, if you're like me, you're telling yourself, what the hell? That sounds just like narcissism. What's the difference? Well, they are very similar, right? The uh, The difference about, so the difference in narcissists and Machiavellian is described by some guy named uh, Bolsky Is that narcissists lack self-confidence. And they overcompensate. To appear extra special, where Machiavellians are—they're really smart and actually believe they are the best and will do whatever they can. So, I guess in layman's terms, to me, that sounds like um, <coughs> Machiavellianism is a uh, self-confident narcissist. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Yeah. So how are the, who knows what we just said, how are those things different? So, I don't know. And I can read other people's words, but I'd like to discuss it here instead based on that, uh, on that description. Cause I, I was, I've been called a narcissist because I was raised by a very evolved high-functioning high-level female narcissist <clears throat> so how do i know she was a narcissist versus she wanted to make like a million i don't know but she had she might be convinced but i'm more i'm more prone prone to think that she was what's called a, I don't know. there's a classification for a narcissist that never leaves the house that believes They sit at home and they, they, they believe they're entitled to everything. They can't believe they're, they're just, they're like, woe is me. Narcissists is what I I call them because they, they're sitting in their mom's basement going, why is the world not treating me better? Why is this not happening to me? I am better than this. I am better than everybody. Wait until the world sees me. The problem with that is that sounds like me. Yeah, <clears throat> I know it sounds like me. But well, how does me sounding like that not make me a narcissist? I was confused. I didn't know why I couldn't speak. I didn't know why nobody would listen to me. And it wasn't it didn't have anything to do with me. It had to do with well, it didn't have any anything to do with other people's perception of me. Nobody was physically you know, keeping me from speaking or sharing my opinions. It was, I was taught that my opinions didn't matter. And I was better to be, be seen than heard. So do your hair, make sure you're dressed nice. Make sure your truck's clean. Make sure everything you present a good, a good front. And deny, deny, deny anything is wrong. So. I think that's what precludes me from being a Machiavellianist. So let's go to the top of that triad whenever it's predicted and everybody calls psychopathy. So remember, in the triad, there's Machiavellianism, narcissism, and psychopathy. Now, what what is a, a psychopathy sounds like a fancy way of saying psychopath. <clears throat> there appears to be a distinction between a psychopath and somebody that exhibits psycho, uh, psychopath, psychopathy, psychopathy. Psycho, psychopathy. I don't fucking know, but <clears throat> that is, yeah. There's psychopaths tend to carry it into violence. Now, if you're into dark tree, if you have a partner that, that delves in the dark tree, so uh, psychopathy can lead to, you know, some outbursts, uh, but it's typically not violent as uh, a sneaky violent as a psychopath. Now remember, this is what I understand. This is not true. This is not, this is my interpretation of the data that I read. <clears throat> and I'm not a, cl- a clinical person at all. I'm a jackass dumbass. So that is, go out there. But what does this change? What is this new, the new dark triad? How does it change how we react to this person? So it, that's, and that's what I'm looking at too, is was I, did I exhibit the dark triad was a psycho psychopathic psychopathic. That's the word was, I did, uh, produce Machiavellian traits. I know I produced narcissistic traits cause that's a host tree. But Machiavellianism has no no moral turpitude. No moral compass. <clears throat> no feel bad. No nothing. <clears throat> so I don't know what I was doing. And it doesn't really care. I just find that this is fascinating. Absolutely fascinating to me that we uh, that we're classifying that we are now splitting up the the narcissistic classification. We are now <clears throat> divulging into society. What does this do for us? Does it make us better or does it make us worse? Well. I'm on the fence about that. I feel anytime you can define anything. Oh shit. You can, you can, if you can define it, you can work on it. But when you, when you read about what experts are having to say, we can do experts with their word. X is an unknown quantity. Spurt is a small amount of energy. So, yeah. So the experts are saying that we got, uh, to, to combat and to live with or work with people with a dark triad, you have to be strong in your, in your beliefs. You have to be, you have to look them in the eye. You have to stand up. You have to basically it's telling you be self-confident, be confident in your dealings with that. And I don't think that's changed any from the recommendations back before there was three and there was just a narcissist. Cause I, in my opinion, we're now splitting hairs or we're, we're dividing up. We're, we're cutting the narcissist in, in a bunch of little pieces now, the smaller. And I think it's like a steak. I think doing this to narcissism is like doing this to that big tech steak and a real 72 ounce, you eat it, it's free. <clears throat> yeah. There's no way you can eat that steak. Just pick it up and take a bite out of it. And eat it. It, won't, it wouldn't do you very good. But as soon as you cut it up into little pieces, you can deal with it better. So to wrap up this 16 minute triad about our, our diatribe of the dark triad. Well, it's simple. I just think that <clears throat> it's a, it's an advancement in our ability to diagnose, to recognize and to, to digest, the smaller the pieces, the easier we can tackle this mountain of a fucking problem in our relationships. So there you go. Yeah, that's my thoughts. And this is where we would use there. So here's the other thing: if we were doing this live on TikTok. There's no way we could add that conversation. We would have been pulled off at fourteen thousand other other direction. Yeah. So I would love to hear your thoughts on that as we go to go forward and play. (sighs) Yeah. So let's get back to morning drive time stuff. It's uh, 32 degrees out in Sayre, Oklahoma. Um, On its way up from 27, we got some nasty rain last night that that pretty much froze everything this morning. But hey. Alexa, Shuffle Music by Ben Folds 5. Ben Folds 5 from Apple Music. Yeah, yeah so let's change, the swing things a little bit. I, have to, I don't know, I'm pretty sure I can play music without getting in trouble here. There's a Fair, fair Play Act, and then I don't use much repeating times. Oh, we hear that. I'm yeah. taking a little, I'm having a bite of breakfast and a little coffee. Leftover biscuit from yesterday with a little peanut butter and jelly in it. No sausage. I ate all the sausage out, so... Yeah, there we go. So listen, I'm gonna grab another coffee real quick. This might work. Maybe this works. Oh, there we go! <clears throat> Welcome back. to Conversation, romance. Tuesday or shit, Thursday, February second. Not having a not having a, like an everyday job, having the shift work. I lose it? Alexa, volume down. Alexa, pause. Alexa. Pause. Oh, boy. The cold, my front yard, man. It's so cold outside. My front yard is full of dog shit. That's the easy way to let them out since the backyard fence isn't complete yet. Almost done though. I think by this time next week, my fence may be done. Gotta get the city out here to mark the gas lines and water lines, cable lines. Then I'm just gonna put in my fence yeah yeah i'm doing a pallet fence so i'm taking these pallets from work i'm going to do uh some large fence posts and put those just pile those in the ground tie the ends of them off and uh i'm going to use planter boxes on top of them the, there's a little planter box that fit inside i'll knock the groove in top put planter boxes in there and do all my herbs my herbs and some other stuff out there I'm, Probably have to water it, but I'm going to have to start watering the backyard this year too, because that's going to be Tripp's playground. And well, I'm trying to do my yard. I I've had, I don't know how many houses I've lived in, in my life and I've never enjoyed doing a yard. I enjoy doing this yard. It's small, it's tiny, and it's mine. I can do it And nobody's pushing me to do it. <clears throat> I can just do it. Which is kind of cool, man. Really cool, actually. So yeah. Put the pallets across there. I'm going to paint them white, I think, because the, my house is white. I thought about staining them, but they're all a little different color anyway. So white, I don't think, will cover better. The outdoor spray paint sprayer, just paint them. The great thing about having that rent house is that everything goes tax deductible. Absolutely love it. Oh shit, I got to do my taxes today too. Yeah. I don't have to do them today, but I'd like to get them done. I should get. I only made like I don't know, six thousand dollars last year, so I should be getting everything back. But they'll we'll pay like hundred eighty bucks or whatever. But I tell you what, one hundred eighty bucks is a game changer this month. I Had thirteen hundred dollars worth of unplanned uh, car problems. Like all three of my trucks were down at one time. So it was thirteen hundred dollars in in between, as eight hundred in the in the truck to get the trucks running, and then I did another three or four hundred on uh, medical supplies when I burned my wrist. But you talk about, I mean, that burn is it was worth it. Uh, yeah, I spent I spent money there that I should have spent on groceries, but this burn looks fantastic. It really did heal nicely. All special burn pads and all that stuff, the vet wrap, the Cleaning, the constantly breathing, it hurts like hell. It sucks like balls, but man, it sure does feel good. Looks better too. Oh boy, I did put in my request for time off last night to go sailing in May. I've kind of, uh, I, I want to cancel that trip and I want to, so I'm not, I don't have my captains on my ASA certification. So what I'm doing, is I'm trying to get one of my buddies to take over the sailing trip in, in May. And I'll go do my uh, ASA certification in June. And the reason is, is because we're starting to get more and more bold with our, our sailing trips. Right, We are, we're stretching the mornings and the evenings and, we're straight, like last uh, two years ago when we did the Virgin Islands, we just kind of went <clears throat> from out of the island, did hops and short, we'd go out and sail and then go back and party. This year, we sailed to St. Croix, but we sailed there one day and beat it back the next, just to say we did it. I mean, how, how awesome is it to think that, that we sailed, we navigated from, hey, I know we had computers and phones and shit like that, but yeah, it's still pretty badass. Nothing but the wind. Nothing but the wind and a $2 million uh, yacht. <laughs> we couldn't get there. And But the thing is, you can't see it. If you're on St. John or St. Thomas and you're heading out to St. Croix, you can't see St. Croix. It's pretty badass. The problem is I want to do these overnight sales, but leasing companies won't. So we lease, we, we charter these boats. We clearly don't own them. And the old charter companies, they won't let us, they won't let us sail overnight. You have to be, you have to be, are supposed to be anchored by, by no less than 30 minutes before sundown. the charter boats. And I understand why they're $2 million boats, you don't want crashing around, but still, I do want to sail overnight, nighttime sailing, Away from uh, no lights. I don't want to see any land either. I want to be way out in the ocean. I want to see what that looks like in that. Cruise ships don't count because there's too much ambient light around. Get out there. We turn everything off and See what it looks like. Yeah. <clears throat> Somebody has to be awake. So one couple take the one ship. The next couple take the next. We'll do a little, little fooling around in the moonlight on the back deck, on the front deck, on the who knows, everywhere. As long as you're outside watching. It's pretty badass. That's all. I can't, how does a guy from Texas take up a sailing habit, hobby? I don't know. He's good friends, I guess. He's one of my, he's one of my only buddies that made the, so Mike Blue, sorry, Mike, Mike, Mike. Mike, uh, he was my friend from third grade. And then my buddy, my sailing buddy, he's been my friend for about 15 years. They're the only ones that made it. When was it made it through the, uh, through the grow up, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what happened. It's not a bad hobby though. I enjoy it quite a bit. Everybody thinks it's fancy and I like that. I feel when i tell when people ask me what i what's my hobby and i say sailing i don't know i feel prideful about that and i used to play it down I used to say, well i a buddy of mine sails and he lets me go with it from time to time but i know I'm, i can sail now just because i don't have my asa doesn't mean i don't know how to sail i can sail that boat i, I mean i drive I, i'm the one that navigates the boat under power and gas docks and all the, all the, cause that's a big, those, those catarams, that's a fifty fifty two 52 foot cat, 55 foot cat. Sorry. So you got, basically you got 110 feet of hole with a living room between them. There's an apartment in between the two holes. So when you're in tight quarters, it's kind of fun. That's my history with power boats. twin screws. So I'm the designated engine driver forever. And now I'm the designated, uh, no, not the designated, but one of the designated sailors. Yeah. There's me tooting my own horn for about 20 minutes. How's that? Ah, maybe 10 minutes, but maybe. a toot, to toot, no matter what. Should have been with me about 20 minutes, 20, 20 uh, 32 minutes ago. That was, a, that was a different kind of toot, right? Yeah. Hmm. What do we do? I enjoy the uh, I enjoy the song breaks in between. <clears throat> How do you hear the traffic behind me? So we're sitting up in the uh, very front bedroom, right in front of the window that doesn't close very well. So we're going to get quite a bit of noise. <clears throat> I would be on my uh, my AirPod, but I left those at work. Yeah, I left those at work. Trip, Power Trip, and Daisy did not decide to get his ass up this morning. He went outside and peed a poop and decided it's time to go back to bed. He's had a rough week. This cold and you know he can't. I can't take him running when it's 15 degrees outside because he'll burn his lungs up. He doesn't. He doesn't have a quit. He doesn't have a medium. And there's. I can't tell him half speed. Half speed. So he's been confused about why he's inside we're going up to 51 degrees today so we should be all right. now here's the big thing tomorrow uh, tomorrow i'm supposed to go to town big town in texas and see my daughter but i don't have any support on that my uh my ex is high. she's 18 my daughter's 18 years old and she doesn't want to talk to me much. I don't know why. And now, so, I, so she's still in high school. So we still are under, you know, visitation and child support and all that kind of shit. And she's not allowing me to see her. She's blocking me. She's even she's even placed her under medical care without telling me. So. I'm going to have to show up blind. I'm going to show up say, hey, see, and my guess is they won't be there. But she can't take my daughter from me. And she's trying, between her and Karen, she still sees Karen all the time, which is a fucking nightmare. I cannot imagine my daughter being raised by the three biggest mentally ill women I know. Two of my ex-wives and my fucking adopted mother, that miserable bitch. That's what my daughter is living with, right? She's 18, I can't make her do anything. It's a, it's a weird area being in, you know, being still in Texas custody and being 18 because of your high school status. Well, I'm gonna go and find out that way she knows the effort, right. What else do you do? How many times, have, if you're honest with yourself out there, listen to this, how many times have you used your kid to hurt your ex mine does it all the time that's been her she's pissed at me because i divorced her between the holidays between thanksgiving and christmas that wasn't my intention to just happen that way and that was a fucking dick move but get over it why why punish my daughter going for yeah Oh boy, what do we do? Bitch and moan getting pulled in jerks. We just keep moving forward and hopefully our, hopefully our kids will see it and no don't cause the trouble. That's where I'm at the point where I don't want to cause any problems. Because uh, my ex my ex will call the police. I'm talking about Marilyn. Yeah, her, her name used to be Marilyn Wolf. Her name is Marilyn Johnson now. She is possibly the meanest woman I've ever met. She had no interest in me at all. When we went to, uh, when we went to marriage counseling, the the counselor asked her, I said, what did, what made it make me fall in love with Jeff? What was it about Jeff? And he goes, well, he had a job. He had a car. He had a, he had a place to live. He, he was, he's white. He's tall. He checked off all the boxes. And my counselor, she said, uh, well. No, here's the thing. I'm not going to, let's stop this. I'm not going to edit that out, but I'm going to stop. Because. uh, Because I want to be positive in life. And my positive, my positive is that hopefully one day she'll see. What she's done to grace over the years. She won't. But I have, but if I'm going to do, if I want to be positive this morning and not be negative, I have to think that one day she will see it and try to make it better. And so it was not too late. She's not worried about losing anything because she has control of everything, but let's we'll see what happens. I never looked at her either. So it was fair. She was safe. She was not threatening. She wasn't going to cheat on me anywhere ever fuck you talk about a loveless marriage and that's not anything I'm embarrassed to say. She will she'll admit that too. Yeah. So that's moving. So now that we're transitioning to moving forward and what do I do? I've been married five times. Everybody knows that. And not everybody, but it's funny to watch the people that don't. So what five, what, eight, one, five. Yeah. Five sons of bitches. They, uh, Everybody asks me, what well, we do now? Do we ever get married again? I don't know. I don't care. Do we, at 53, do we have to get married again, or do we, uh are we afraid to get married because we'll be saddled with other people's medical expenses? At 53, are we looking for our soulmate, or are we looking for an emergency contact? How many of you have your kids as your emergency contact? Yeah, me too, but I get a false phone number. My child is not the first person to call if I have a problem. And the funny thing is, is there is nobody to call if I have a problem. If I get, if I want if I'm found on the side of the road somewhere, nobody will ask. They won't have anybody to contact. I go through my phone. I guess with a facial recognition, they can do that, but I don't want my, my eyes doesn't have anything listening. as has, has you know, all wrong phone numbers. And if they use any of the people that I've recently talked to in my calls, they'll be very disappointed in that too. Yeah. Oh, huh. this went to a dark place, didn't it? Yeah. That's the, I guess when you start talking about Machiavellianism and uh, narcissism and psychopathy, I guess she's staying in a dark place in the mornings. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to end this one. I'm not saying this will be the last one of the day, but this is, Oh, a little 30 minute drive time. I hope, uh, well, thank you. If you do find this and if you do listen to this, I appreciate it and feedback would be really nice. So thanks again for listening and uh, thanks for subscribing if you did if you didn't I don't blame you but keep in mind I love you I do because I'm trying to love everybody have a fantastic day and well we'll see you later you mm-hmm. Oh, that sucked.